welcome to another episode of Dating or at Least Trying. This is our 50th episode, so I'm very excited. My name is Alex. I'm Daisy. And today we are joined by... Hi, I'm Amber. So Amber is a modern mystic, so we're super excited to get into that because like we were just saying, this is before recording, like this is something we've been looking forward to doing for so, so long. But before we get into that, I just want to announce we're going to have another Instagram live recording, Daisy and I. We're going to do it on Friday, May 8th at 6 p.m. So hope you all join on at dating or at least trying. Hope you're all already following it on Instagram. So you'll see our like bombard of posts about it. But now we'll get into Amber. So why don't you kind of just like get into like what you do and how you got into it? So I'll actually just start with you guys with my journey. So um, the one thing I feel like a lot of us relate to is I was raised very masculine when it comes to spirituality. I was raised um, Christian. My dad was Catholic. um, And I went to church all of my life up until like I want to say I was 19. And then I also went to therapy a lot because I experienced a lot of trauma in my life, um, dealt with a lot of issues. And when I say I have like good like 15 years of experience in therapy, I literally do. (laughs) So my like spiritual and mental health have like, I've been on this journey for so long and like the masculine that this world has embraced because of like, honestly, astrology um, is just, we like, I feel like we're all feeling it. Like it's not beneficial anymore. I've been feeling that since I was like 19, I was like, the church just isn't benefiting me. But before I go into that, the very first moment um, that I realized I was very spiritually attuned was I was like three or four my dad brought me to church um and we were singing worship and I'm like sitting there and I can literally feel the spirit just flowing through me you know when you see people like yes I feel like the Lord and like I felt that so young and I remember like feeling my dad stare at me I looked at him I was like why are you staring at me and later on that night when we went back home he was like hey honey can I ask you a question I was like yeah he was like, did you feel the Lord when you were singing worship? I was like, yeah, doesn't everyone? He was like, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I was like, wait, what? And yeah. he was like, I thought, I, I thought everyone else was weird because they didn't feel this. And, he was, and then I like, had no idea that like the Aquarius in me, like, that's just weird and eccentric naturally was just what was going on. But digressing from that. <laughs> and so ever since then, I've always been very just intuitive, spiritually tuned and like, um, and when, by the end of like, when I heard like eight, 19, like I've been saying, I just realized that I was being, ir- it, was, it was irritating me to be at church. Like it just wasn't helping me progress the way I needed to. And I didn't realize at the time, but I needed a more feminine way of exploring my spirituality. So, um, a lot of my family and friends are still, you know, Christian or Catholic. And so I've always explained to them, like what I do now is like, I believe it's God and the universe allowing me to connect with spirit more and they're just tools to do it in a way that is just more feminine that's really all it is i'm Mm -hmm. like i don't think it's everyone like tries to put this um weird vibe around magic and mysticism and all that stuff and i feel like we just need to open up to it because that's honestly where the world's moving to is a more feminine thing and i feel like you guys having your podcast like talking about dating so openly i feel like that's a very amazing um showing of what's happening you know like we're, women are talking about dating talking about how we're going through things and how we feel about it 
when before, like, honestly, this wasn't normal, you know, people like kind of frowned upon They're like, no, you just date a guy, you maybe talk to your friends, but you're not gonna be open and vocal about it. Right. So that's how I feel about this. And um, I told you guys a little bit earlier, I honestly started reading tarot like a week ago. <laughs> um, I've been exploring tarot for over a year, just never bought my own deck. I've been trying to find my deck. Mm-hmm. And um, so before I go into my deck, though, and the one thing like a lot of people ask me, like, how do you feel like you're able to help women? I'm like, through my 20 years of going to therapy, I actually got fired slash maybe the right term is given a diploma by my last therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, he, <laughs> I went to my last therapy session with this guy and like, I just remember feeling him being really irritated by me. And I was like, kind of like me being at church. And he was like, Amber, I am totally fine with you spending $50 to see me. He's like, but I just, you don't need to, you don't need me. You know what you need to do. You have all the tools to push forward and make the right decisions. And I was like, I don't, I just want someone to listen to me. <laughs> he was like, you don't, he's like, you need to listen to yourself. And that was like, that was when I was like 22. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm 24 now. So like, um, the one thing, and I've ever since I was 22, I've been like dipping my toes into spirituality. Mm-hmm. And then, um, unfortunately in November of last year, I got into a really traumatic car accident. I lived in an area of canals. My car and I fell into the canal. Um, and I almost died. Mm-hmm. But what was amazing was that like um, this, um, I hate saying this, so I've been with my boyfriend for like two years and like oh, two and a half years almost. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time in our relationship, it wasn't good. Like things weren't going great. I was actually, um, while I was driving my car, I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't, um, there was no music on. Like when I tell you guys, nothing was there to distract me. There wasn't. I, it was 4 a.m. in the morning, um, and I was just, like, distracted by my mind. And because I, never, I, was, I hadn't dealt with the argument that happened that night, I just slept on it, woke up with it, and that's what was distracting me, and that's why I fell into the water. And that's very humbling for me to say now because I never wanted to admit that the accident was my fault because, you know, who wants to admit, like, I almost died and it was basically my fault you know? Um, but in that moment when I hit the water, all of a sudden a message that my boyfriend Zach told me was, and this was like seven months previous to this moment. He was like, Hey, if you ever fall into a canal, make sure you don't get into the water because you'll die that way. Mm-hmm. Why he want, why he needed to tell me that? I don't know, but it was one of those things I just put in my thought, my thought tank and I was like, okay, got it. And then another one he told me was, Hey, um, if, I don't answer and you need someone, you always know you can call Oscar. And I was like, don't know why I need to know that. But again, yeah, I know that. So my thought tank. So that's what happened. Like I landed in the water. I was like, shit, I got to get out of here. I'm can I cuss? Is that okay? Yeah, that's totally okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I naturally like, I look like someone that would have a pretty mouth, but I have a foul mouth. So <laughs> no, I have a potty mouth. <laughs> Thank God. Okay. But yeah, literally, I literally hit the water. I was like, fuck. That's the real word. Right. Oh, God, what, what do I do? And like with a split second, heard that message from Zach. And I was like, okay, don't grab your phone, but don't get into the fucking water, Amber. I jumped out of the, I jumped out of my car and I'm trying to call Zach. And of course he had a great guy's night and he had probably just gone to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, was, he, he partied and I was like, fuck, what do I do? Like, who do I call? I was like, okay, I got to call Oscar, called Oscar. And he, I live two hours away from San Diego. I'm from San Diego, but we live in Brawley now. 
Mm-hmm. And oh my God, that man, he, I called him, he heard me just basically screaming pretty much. And he was like, Amber, I'll be there. And he came and like it, I needed him at that time because Zach didn't wake up until like noon or one o'clock that afternoon and had zero idea what happened. So if like Oscar hadn't sit, sat here with me when he did, like, I mean, I just needed someone to be here with me. It was like a traumatic moment, but ever since that moment in my life, instead of dipping my toes in spirituality, like I would own a crystal here and there. Mm-hmm. I would learn about tarot. I would like learn about the Zodiac, but like never like really connect with it the way I should. Right. Um, that moment made me just dive into my spirituality, like head first. Like I'm going to invest in myself. I'm going to take courses. I'm going to listen to podcast affirmations. You know, I just went full in because like I suffered from PTSD after that moment Mm -hmm. as anyone would, you know, and through my spirituality and my practices and me learning to um, love myself, like I was able to get through that. And then the more beautiful part was like that moment of Zach and I like not being in a good place that night previously. And then I remember him calling me that more that afternoon. He was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm okay. And he was like, okay, I won't be home for a while, but I'll be, I'll be home soon. And I was like, that's fine. And so I remember when he came home and like the look that we gave each other, it was kind of like this weird, like it was a hard reset for us and our relationship. And it was like, whatever happened and what we were arguing about was obviously superficial because as of right now, we know we love each other and we just need to like, whatever we need to work on, like there's obviously stuff that we need to work on. We'll work on it, but let's just start over. So in reality we did. And like, I didn't realize that I didn't love myself. And that was a big attribution to like why my relationship wasn't working and my spiritual, my spiritual practices and the habits of my spiritual practices, what's made me be more connected with myself and love myself and maybe not be so sensitive. Well, I'm still sensitive. Let's be honest. We're women. (laughs) Like I'm just more aware of like when it's my, like really went to my intuition versus my ego because your ego can like ruin things. Whereas like your true divine purpose is like, you know, this bugs me, but it's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Definitely. So that's my spiritual journey. That's how I got here. Wow. That, yeah. When you were telling, like, remembering those things, I, like, got chills. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. So then since being on your spiritual journey, like, what have been the different things that you'll, like, practice it, if that's the correct verbiage for? I feel like I have to definitely give my the person I've been learning from credit. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Natalia Benson, but she's an amazing modern mystic and she kind of made me realize what I wanted to be in life. And I've been following her. I started listening to her podcast and then I won her Magical Women and Money course. And then I decided to like dive in and grow my, con- my conscious business about that course. And I just finished that course for the most part. And it was just like, repeat the question because I'm my Aquarius side of me is like up in the air right now. <laughs> how, how do you kind of like? So how have you been practicing it? So once you started doing so, uh, the training, there we go. So I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm like, but after all these trainings I've taken with her, mm-hmm. she's like given me different things to do every day, and like you know, it's just the way that I am. I'm like I've pick it pick pick and choose what I, what I do every day. Mm-hmm. And honestly, for me at my morning practice right now is my dog and I go for a walk or we do some sort of form of exercise for him. Cause he's a handful. He's only a year old. <laughs> so we go out, we get our exercise done. And then I come home and, um, I've just recently gotten to Kundalini. 
So Kundalini is a meditation practice. So I do my Kundalini in the morning. I do my Shakti mantra in the morning. And then um, I do mirror work as I'm putting my makeup on. I got dressed this morning <laughs> like like I'm the I'm a boss bitch and I'm gonna dress like a boss bitch so I feel like a boss bitch <laughs> just like this like that way like it just gives me more confidence like and so um and after that like I'm now we're here basically mm-hmm. I kind of like I and that's how I settle into my morning and like definitely like singing my mantra I sing my my Shakti mantra I grew um I, mean, I was in show choir as a kid, so like doing my mantras, like getting to sing to them has been really fun for me. <laughs> and then at night, what I do is I've been doing a Lakshmi chant. Actually, it's gonna be really powerful for you guys. I have these my mala beads. Mm-hmm. Um, these survived my car crash. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! Yeah. So when I went back to my car and I went to see like what was left, I found my crystals that I started out with, and my mala beads and then even little pouch they came in like is still here so like when I saw this it was a very powerful moment of like oh my god okay I need to keep up with my my these are my evening prayers I do my Lakshmi um my Lakshmi mala meditation right before bed and Lakshmi is known for bringing prosperity and she's also very divine feminine of like love as well so I've been like saying her mantra every night for like I want to say like three weeks now so and then but honestly before that like even before November I was like remember I said I was dabbling into it like I had only since like September but I never really got like really serious with it until like January like January was when it was like hey we got we got pray to Lakshmi every night technically after November but then again I was still processing a lot of my trauma but like January was when it was like New year, new me. (laughs) (laughs) So what are like the different components that go into like what someone's spiritual journey would be? Is it like their, their birth chart? Like what are the different things that affect that? I feel like a natal chart is a very beautiful, like grounding work. Like it's a really great framework. Um, I actually got my natal chart read, God, three weeks ago. Um, I've been reading my needle chart on my own, but I'm one of those people where it's like, I can do my own research for so long, but I'd rather someone just tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I want, I want someone that's a professional to say exactly what's going on. So I got read by Astro All-Star. She actually wrote um, a modern astrology book that I can't remember the title of, but like, she's amazing. She read my needle chart and it was so powerful part for me. And like, that's why I'm here with you guys right now is that mm-hmm. my Libra moon that I have in my chart is like the purpose of that was you're meant to work with broken women. And I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> like, so what I'm called to do is like what I mentioned, like, yeah. And then apparently it works with my transits too. She's like, if you continue on this journey of like following, um, wanting to coach and help women on the spiritual journey, she's like, you're going to like fulfill your chart in a way that like, you're going to be a fulfilled woman. I was like, Oh, what <laughs> like I feel like a natal chart reading like especially if you're first starting out I feel like it's kind of like overwhelming I'm definitely someone that loves to do my own research I'm just I guess it's the Aquarius in me and I'm like I, I'm very skeptical of everything I'm like mm, is it true is it real crystal is the same thing I was like what about crystals is so powerful but like even crystals um there was it called the way that they're formed and the formation is so scientifically beautiful 
that like you can't ignore the power of crystals even scientifically. So touch your own crystals there. But I think if you guys haven't gotten natal chart read, I think a lot of you, both of you, <laughs> would be surprised. There. <laughs> There's something in your natal chart that says you're supposed to speak. I'm sure. I don't know where it is, but it's like <laughs> you're meant to speak and share. And that's why you have a podcast. And like, it's just like weird because like you'll go through your natal chart and be like, wow, I'm doing that. Wow, that's something I wanted to do. Or like, oh, I did that in my past. And it's like, it's just like mind blowing. Like, yeah, that's definitely. the way I suggest people like either starting by researching their own and trying to like dabble into what they can learn on their own, but then find someone they trust and definitely like get their natal chart read. Just yeah. it's a great, um, for me, it was like, I was already on the path, but it was like, it made me feel sure about my path. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely, that makes sense. Okay. We'll get into some of the questions that people sent in from the audience. So someone said, how much should we listen to like tarot cards, I guess, specifically when it comes to warnings or get, I guess any sort of like, um, psychic reading that does say there's warnings. So that's where like my tarot reading is so different. I guess like there are warnings when I've done tarot readings, but it's never like what the bugs me the most is that tarot has been seen as like, especially like in Hollywood, they've made it seem like so scary and dark and mysterious. And I'm like, it's really not that like I got the divine femme deck. It's I literally chose a, a deck that was supposed to be gentle no matter what the reading was. I've, we've definitely cried together <laughs> with this deck, but it's always been a very beautiful and gentle reading. And like the warnings that they have, it's not really even warnings. It's kind of like, it's something you intuitively know you're supposed to be doing or should do. And the cards are just saying, hey, yeah, you're right. This is what you should be working on. Right. So I'm like, there's really like, everyone's scared of the death card. That's the one that like, everyone's like, oh my God, the death card showed up. What are we going to do? And I'm like, the death card is a beautiful card. It is an amazing card because all it really means is transformation and like new opera, like you, like you get to start anew. Mm-hmm. Your old life is gone. I mean, um, some readings, I guess some people interpret it as actual death, but I have never seen it that way I've had read the death card for myself and it was like my old life probably working in corporate grand I still work there now but like it's it's about we're coming to a close (laughs) so um I definitely say don't listen to Hollywood when it comes to tarot and do your own research and realize that into it's like an intuitive message that's supposed to help you not harm you definitely that makes sense um the next one is how often should you do a reading? Oh my God, that's so dependent on a person. Like I, um, a lot of people I've already read for, I'm like, look, and I can tell, I can intuitively tell when some people need more readings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, don't feel like this is your, and don't feel like this is your only reading, but also like when I go through the tarot reading, cause like um, the basic setup I have is that your first cards, your past, your thir- second cards, your present, your third card's your future, and then my top card usually rep- represents what either what you're manifesting or what you're working on or working towards. Um, and so <laughs> when I read these, people like try to figure out timelines, but everybody, yo, time is fluid. Mm-hmm. We have tried to construct time. We try to make time like strategic, but in reality, time is fluid. Time moves. And um, so when I read some of my cards, like some cards, like honestly, the reading feels like it's meant for this week. Mm-hmm. And then some of them is meant for like the year. Some of them I can feel it's like meant for the next three to five years. 
like, but it's just dependent on the person. And like, I mean, I always tell them, I'm like, it's just when you feel like you need a message, like you're more than welcome to like get your own deck and do it on your own. I do a tarot reading for myself every day, mm-hmm. especially when I get into these. I'm very much one of those people that gets stuck in my head and I'm like, Oh my God, like what, what do I, I'm like, I, and I try to, I get in, I lose touch of my intuition and get stuck in my ego. So I use the cards. I literally will shuffle my cards and be like, okay, what, what do I actually feel? Or what do I need to feel or understand right now? Understand the right word. And honestly, the cards have never failed me on my daily. When I'm like stuck in the moment, I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. I didn't want to hear that right now. One of them honestly (laughs) I got was the procrastinating card. I can't remember what the card was, but it's like, you're procrastinating. Just work. And I was like, "Mm." Fine. <laughs> fine. I literally pulled one card that I read it. I was like, I get it. That's fine. I'll, I'll go do my work now. <laughs> <laughs> and then is it, someone asked, is it true you can only have tarot cards purchased for you and not purchased yourself? That was a rumor or something they had heard. Hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. I bought my own deck. Okay. I think they should reverse that in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, your tarot deck is, especially your personal one, I mean, it's be- it would be beautiful to receive it as a gift, but, like, if you're not sure of the visuals and the imagery and you're, you don't connect to the deck, like, on a personal level, like, you're never going to use it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been looking at tarot decks for almost over two years. Like, I've seen them and been interested by them, but I've never seen one that just called to me. Mm-hmm. And when I found this one, I was like, I love how, like, it's, full of so many beautiful colors it's all women like every single photo is a woman and it's gentle like there's a lot of decks have like self-harm and I personally cannot have a deck with self-harm so I have like I definitely suggest to people like I mean getting getting as a gift is great but I definitely suggest looking and doing research on your own um support local businesses and small businesses like I did Jen Scribbles did my deck um and find your deck on your own. I suggest that. It's yes. an intuitive do, thing. Do the decks, are they, do they all have like the same cards or just designed differently or the themes? Tarot, so tarot, um, tarot cards, um, tarot decks all have the same cards. Um, the visuals and the imagery can be different. So a lot of like resources I use, they have a certain deck that they like use, but I don't use, like I never read the description. Like when you mm-hmm. read tarot, like you try to read your messages, you read like, the keywords and then you go into the description of the like the picture like a pull cute one right here other like i have the lover's card right now oh, okay yeah and so the imagery if you like looked at other lover's cards not going to be two women holding each other that had beautiful tattoos on them <laughs> <laughs> okay because i've seen um, i've seen some cards too that have like paragraphs of like yeah so things. um i wanted something mine personally i wanted it to be simple as simple as fuck. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want it to be simple. I want the visuals and the imagery to be simple because we can get lost, especially yeah. as women, we can get lost in every nitty gritty detail. So I'm like, I need to oversimplify for myself and for anyone else that I read. So we don't overthink, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the one, the, I think people mix up Oracle cards. Oracle cards are like, another um extension of like tarot it's another like card reading okay. where they they have a different cards like they have different like um i just bought an oracle deck by natalie benson who i mentioned earlier and because she has um 
imagery that I like. Like she has a hummingbird card and she has like the bumblebee oh, okay. card. Like so the symbols that mean something else, but like you're not going to get it in your tarot deck basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then one last question. Someone said, is it really all real? It's as real as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I know people hate hearing that, but it's so true. It's like, it's like that whole, like, um, when you, when you go to college and you're like, is college real? But yeah, it's real. You're there, mm-hmm. but, I'm, but I'm not doing the classes yet, but you're still there. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like spirituality. Like it, it's only as real as you make it. And granted, um, as someone that's been on a spiritual journey for so long, I just have to say, like, don't feel rushed by the world on your spiritual journey. Don't feel like you need to have an intense daily practice like I have. Like, mine's honestly pretty gnarly. Like, I spend basically two hours by myself in the morning <laughs> to just take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but just do one thing that makes your spirit and yourself feel good. And that's spirituality, you know, like mm-hmm. it's connecting with your inner self, your inner child and your intuition. That's really all it is. I feel like people try to make it seem like it's so out of reach and out of touch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't think it is. Definitely. That makes a lot of sense. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm so excited. We could, if you're ready, I'm down to get into our readings. Now. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So Alex, you're going first, right? Yeah. Okay. So I always started off where you get to choose a crystal. Okay. So I'm going to let you look at them at babies. I, you can choose one or as many as you'd like. Okay. I like those three in a row. That's the orange, the blue, and the pink. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, these two? These three? Yeah. Perfect. All right, I'll excuse my other babies. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Like me this morning when I was recording for my IG, I was like, okay guys, I'm getting interviewed today. <laughs> I was so nervous. I had to re-record and edit part of it because I went awkwardly. I was like, let me just edit that like last part out and like it can just be a weird face at the end. It's not the week, okay? So the first thing I like to do is um, we'll do this between um, for Daisy's deck as well when we read for her. So I have a selenite stick. I always, the selenite stick is beautiful because it's, it clears all energies. Like I use this actually every night. This is another one of my spiritual practices. I clean my aura every night with it mm-hmm. because I'm an empath and I absorb other people's energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I gotta like wipe it away, wipe it away even though I'm not by anyone, I'm not surrounded by anybody right now, but like, I just feel the world around me is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I clean myself with this and this is how I'm going to clean the deck. So I'm going to clean the deck of the energy that it had because it probably had a lot of my energy in it. That way, you know, your energy is going into this deck. Mm -hmm. And Alex, I'd like you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in, hold it and release. And with your eyes closed, I would like you to think of a topic, a question. It can be as specific or as broad as you would like. And as you think of that question, go ahead and open your eyes. If you know the question, you're more than welcome to say it. I'm going to have to show you your crystals on the deck. My question is, what am I meant to do career-wise in my life? Oh, I love that question. What are you meant to do career-wise? All right. And so the next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start um, shuffling the deck. 
this deck does not like to be rushed. She's feminine. She's like, mm -mm, don't rush me. So when you feel like it's done, just let me know. Okay. I think it's done. Done? Perfect. Okay. And then what we're going to do is so that way you have more control over your pull. I'm going to separate them into three piles. All right. And then I'm going to have you select your cards. What, okay. For your first card, would you like one, two, or three? Two. Two. And for your second card, would you like one, two, or three? Three. Three. And for your third card, would you like one, two, or three? Two. Two. And then for your last card, would you like one, two, or three? One. One. All right. We'll excuse the rest of the deck. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then I always start off with, um, I have a beautiful PDF by the author of these books, um, or of my cards. I don't know why I called them books. I mean, they tell you a story, <laughs> so that's why they're books. Um, I always like to see what the, how the artist interprets her own cards. Mm -hmm. So, Alex, are you ready for your first card? Yes. <gasps> All righty then. Oh, I love this card. I was just talking about this card. You got the Empress. Mm -hmm. She was actually in reverse. We'll go into what that means later. But if you can see, she has beautiful full hair, roses, and she has that badass tattoo on her shoulder. That's such a cool card. I know. Isn't it? So That's she so was pretty. reversed. I, dude, I'm going to tell you these cards are just beautiful. They're just beautiful. Um, so she was in reverse. I, she has a nose ring like I do. <laughs> <laughs> As someone that has a nose ring. My <clears throat> You'll see the Empress is for, so this is your past. This is supposed to represent your past. Um, Empress is known for abundance, creation, nurturing, and mother nature. So as you can probably tell by her colors, you know, we're going to go into her more. And it's so funny. I have not pulled this for anyone yet. So I was wondering when I, I always wonder when I'm going to pull a card for someone. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't pulled her yet, but I want to pull her sometime. <laughs> so the, the Empress in reverse is for creative block and dependence on others. Mm. Um, reverse the Empress encourages you to make self-love and self-care a priority. Now is the time to bring your loving energy and focus to yourself, especially you've been giving away your personal power by placing too much emphasis on other people's emotion or material needs thus neglecting your own a good girls weekend go for a walk or fill your own um start your own creative project that's just for you it's essential that you fill up your cup and care for yourself and then take care of others without resentment um the empress reverse can suggest that you are feeling a creative block especially in birthing a new idea or expressing yourself creatively i intuitively think i know what this is about <laughs> we'll keep going um you may worry worry whether it will be a success or if your work is appealing to others. For now, don't bother with what, what with other things. Um, the important thing is that you are allowing your creative energy to flow, even if it means keeping your newest creations private to you only. Um, the reverse empress may call attention to issues around body image. Are you your biggest critic when it comes to how you look and your shape of your body? Learn to love your body again and give thanks for your lovely curves. Um, rediscover your beauty inside and out. So... I don't always read everything, but something I, I jumped or I always jump around in when I read um, for people, mm -hmm. but something told me to tell that to you. And I was like, don't know why she needs to hear that. Mm -hmm. But after I read that card, what came up for you? I feel like I know what it's about, but maybe I'm wrong. So I'm just going to sit here and wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immediately the first thing, because like 
like right now during quarantine, I feel like I need to like be making podcasts and like writing on my blog and like doing all these things. But like literally, I mean, two days ago, I was like, I decided I want to do something that's like a hobby that's just for me and not for other people. So I feel like I like just bought rollerblades. Like I decided that's something I want to get into. I saw that. I'm like, like, yeah, girl, get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely like I resonated with that a lot. The body image, I'm not sure I resonate with as much, but I definitely resonate with the like doing things for other people I think because even if it's like for me it's definitely still for other people like I like entertaining and like helping others I think though the rollerblading is gonna make you feel more sexy about yourself yeah I think so too (laughs) I think I'll be like like, yeah the body image thing is about like I don't know if you just don't feel like I mean I feel like everyone doesn't feel sexy right now in quarantine because like what really can we do (laughs) but like I mean let's be honest but um, I feel like the roller base will at least like empower yourself personally. Where you're like, yeah, I feel good. I feel great. I'm just going through the wind. Doesn't matter. How long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then it's so funny because you're asking. Um, we're going into um, where your future is going for career wise. So are you ready for your second card? Yeah. Oh God. Uh, we got the seven of wands. Mm-hmm. Just a beautiful red. I love how the tones match. I don't know if you mm-hmm. see that. Yeah. <laughs> the cards oh always do this. It's so pretty. <laughs> I'm just like, I love it. I'm like, I love it when everything's beautiful. <laughs> so the seven of wands from the artist is course moving forward and development. So this is supposed to represent your present. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go into that a little bit deeper. All right. So upright is for challenge, competition, protection, and perseverance. After success of um, after success, you are now an an, an enviable, enviable. I can't pronounce words sometimes, y'all. <laughs> enviable <laughs> position, and are being challenged by others who want to take your place. You worked hard to get where you are, but some people covet what you have and are prepared to fight for it. While it's flattering that they strive for your success, it also makes a tense and competitive environment because you need to protect what you earn and must continually prove yourself. It is a sad fact of life, but the more visibility you have as a leader in your field and the bigger your audience, the more likely it is that you'll need to grapple with this kind of pressure. Others see your success and will either challenge your point of view or want to take it, take you down. Um, when the seven of ones appears in a tarot reading, expect to see an increase of haters um, trolls and people who disagree with you. You will need to secure your territory and fight for what you stand for. You may also want to engage with a lawyer or a loyal support team who can defend you from a possible threat. The seven of wands may also appear when you hold a contentious point of view or wish to voice your opinion in a public forum. Be ready to support your argument and back yourself. Stand firm in your conviction of what you believe so that others do not topple you from the mountain of self-belief. The seven of wands may also mean a challenge to success of a creative project from an external source. Someone or something may get in the way of you being able to pursue your goals and dreams. While it appears like a block in your path forward, you can overcome this obstacle by drawing upon yourself, strong self-confidence, self-belief, and continually continual self-improvement. Establish clear boundaries and then protect them so that others do not mess with you. Hold your ground, take a stand, and defend your position at all costs. This will require courage and persistence, but you have the strength and determination to do it. Keep fighting for what you believe in and confront those who may oppose or threat you. Hmm. 
So I don't know what's going on with your creative projects, and I don't know what's going on with your guys' like podcast or whatnot. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm like, who's trying to come for us? <laughs> Just trying to bring a stamp. <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna bring you guys down. I think honestly, for like, I the one part that resonated with me the most, I was like, I feel like you probably, you guys are become. I feel like you guys are becoming more popular, and then you're probably just gonna get more people like that are haters. And there's anything. The one thing it's telling me to tell you guys, like, first, I think you guys probably do this already, but as soon as you see a hater, just just block them. <laughs> like, they're not welcome here. Like, they're not mm. gonna like add to the conversation or add to what you guys are trying to achieve through your podcast. Like, why leave and let them be there? You know, mm-hmm. just block them. Let them. They have their own self work to deal with. Like that's them needing to do their own spiritual work that they're not working through and they're hating on you because they hate themselves. Mm-hmm. So don't come at me though. I feel people like me. I'm coming right. at me for saying that. <laughs> 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 so how does that resonate with you though? I don't know. I'm really trying to decide because I feel like like right just now saying, the oh sorry, what? I'm like just to like cut you off before you overthink. Mm-hmm. Um just because the cards like you ask the cards a question doesn't mean they're not going to tell you something else. Right. So it resonates with another part of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm really that. trying to think. Like, because immediately like, I'm just thinking of, like, the creative projects I'm working on because there is mm-hmm. one that, like, I don't really publicly want to announce yet, but I'm really yeah, excited about. Yeah, you don't need about. to, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm really excited about it, and I'm like, I wonder if there's going to be troubles when it comes to that one at all. Well, I mean, the one thing is that, I feel like it's te- like this card's also like it's warning you, but it's also telling you like, hey, you're gonna be fine as mm-hmm. long as you stand strong. Like again, warnings, guys. It's not really warnings. It's like you, you like this is possible, but if you stand in your convictions and your self worth, you're gonna be fine. Just mm-hmm. us. You're gonna be able to defend it. You're gonna be able to honor it. You're gonna be able to be like, no, nope, this is the way I see it. And again, if it's online, luck. Mm-hmm. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Restrict if they're family or friend. And you just want them to not be able to like, comment. You know, I love that feature now. That's my favorite right? feature. I'm like, restrict. You can't see my Instagram story. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, you ready for your last card? Yeah. All right. So this is for your future. God, I love this card. I love oh this card every time. So this is the Ace of Cups. It's for your future. She is upside down, but I'll show you upside up. It's a rose. Oh, that is cute. And she's just like sitting in sparkling water. Your very beautiful long stem, pink hues. And just, you have roses throughout. Oh, oh my gosh. (gasps) Yeah, so I don't think that's a coinky dink. And there's red throughout. Like, I love these cards. They're just so pretty. Every time I read them, I get so excited. Ace of Cups. So for emotional growth and spiritual love. Do you think there it means something if there's a lot of like the same color and the same like themes throughout your cards? I feel like for me personally, when I see the um, when I see like there's roses in a mixture of your cards and there's a rose card or card rose colored card sorry I blend my words together when I'm excited (laughs) um it shows it shows that the message is genuine to me I'm like when you can see that the aesthetic I feel like as women like we want things to be beautiful you know and when your cards are beautiful and they line together that means that the message is supposed to flow through like the remember I talked about a timeline I was like, it might, the time's fluid, the, the colors all kind of mixing together and being beautiful together means like, it might not mean again, like today, tomorrow, yesterday, it might just mean like in this span, like you might be dealing with 
some of this in the next coming week. You never know, even this your past and your present, you know? So that's for me, what, that's what it means. And like when everything lines up color wise, I'm like, the message is almost stronger. Like just be more attuned and aware that it's genuine. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. So for reversed, it's for self-love intuition and repressed emotions. Mm-hmm. This can be a very emotional car. And I feel like I've worn that to some people. <laughs> yes, this is a self-love, the self-love card of the tarot deck. In the upright position, the Ace of Cups is all about love for all things. In the reverse position, it speaks for love of oneself. So before you send your love out to the world, send love to yourself, filling every cell in your body with divine love and happiness. The more you do this, the more you can exist with the flow of life itself. Um, a reverse sign of Ace of Cups is that you're in connection with your subconscious mind and attuned to your intuition. You're exploring this part privately right now and discovering how you can bring more intuition and flow into your life. Um, on the flip side, it can be a sign that you are repressing emotions, not wanting to express yourself fully to the outside world. Your reasons for keeping your feelings close, not wanting to let others know what's going on inside. Um, you may feel embarrassed or afraid of what might happen if you express your emotions. You may worry if you allow your feelings to flow, they might turn into an overwhelming flood that can't be switched off. However, be careful that you do not create an internal blockage by repressing how you feel. If you are not ready to share your emotions, that's okay. You can find ways to release them privately through journaling, creative projects, movement, and scream or screaming frustration and anger out in the car, which is how I deal with it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so how does that resonate with you? I think the thing that I immediately thought of is like the past, I mean, for a while, but like the past few months especially, I've really been struggling with anxiety a lot. And like, I mm-hmm. feel like for me, the way that like just throughout like the past few years that I've had like a lot of anxiety, I've just like distracted myself and like worked, like was very, I'm very, I'm a very social person and like being around people makes me completely forget about like me. But then when I'm alone, I'm like, oh my God, this is the worst. I'm anxious. So it's like, I definitely I need to like work on that. And I am working yeah, on I it. Can, I connect with you on that on a personal level. Like I'm I mean, Rachel and I wouldn't be friends. I'm bringing Rachel into this, but we wouldn't be friends if we were probably on social. You know what I mean? Like her and I go together to things because it's like, whew, the doors. And and like I used to distract myself with either work or friends. Same thing. Like you know, I'm like I don't want to be alone by myself. I refuse. I hated being alone mm-hmm. by myself. But I think you guys heard. I spend like three hours by myself now. <laughs> 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 it's taken a lot for me to get here and to enjoy spending time by myself. But like. This is where, like, before we move on, I just want to let you know, as long as you're giving yourself even five to ten minutes at the same time every day or at any time when you feel an emotion arise where you're like, oh, my God, this is overwhelming, if you give yourself even just two minutes and especially, like, a stressful moment of, like, Mm -hmm. let me sit here and breathe, really think, like, is this something worth being stressed about or is this just my ego talking? And intuitively, do I know everything's going to be okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely believe in, like, just having a habit, even if it's, like, I don't know what you do every day for your spiritual journey, but, like, even if it's, like, journaling or if it's, like, um, a lot of my – one of my friends that's TikToker, and I was, like, girl, I know you love to record yourself. Freaking record yourself and do it for yourself so that way you can see where you're growing every day. Like, I've done that with myself, too, where I've, I read my poems to myself over a video and I kind of watch it later on. I'm like, wow, I've grown a lot from that moment. But like, am I going to share it publicly? 
eventually not yet <laughs> but you know just something that lets you see how much you're growing and so the way like I feel like a lot of people on their self-love journey they don't have anything to look back on so they give the, they discredit themselves all the time especially as women there's this one thing that I've been saying to a lot of people is that um worry is close to sorry and because we worry we say sorry all the time and that's something that we do as women and I just really do believe that like, don't like worrying and sorry is something that just shouldn't exist anymore in the female space. Do we, should we apologize? Yes. I don't believe in saying sorry. I literally say, I always say I apologize for whatever. I don't say I say I'm sorry still, but I catch myself. I'm like, not sorry. I apologize because I will affirm that this happened to you. However, I take responsibility. I feel like mm-hmm. saying you and you apologize and then you take responsibility is so much better than saying sorry anyways. Mm-hmm. And it still allows you to stand in your power. Um, and another thing is like, when you do your self-love practices, um, we, I feel like we're very ruled by logic right now. We're like, then we've been taught to be ruled by logic. But when you support logic, goes wherever if you don't have emotions to support it, you know? So I always tell people, like, your self-love practices helps your emotions support your logic. And then if your emotions go low, obviously your, your logic's going to go down, right? And then if your emotions are too high and you're not dealing with your emotions, then your logic's going to go out the window. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like support your emotions, support your self-love journey so that way you can make firm, logical decisions and then you don't have to worry or say sorry anymore, you know? Definitely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, you ready for your next card? Yeah. (laughs) I really wanted, I'm like, I'm so excited. I just want to know what it is. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Queen of Swords and she's beautiful. (laughs) It's reversed, but it's just like, look at that sword. She's like, I'm here. (laughs) I am established. And I've been wondering when I'm going to pull this one too. And I love how the blues match Mm -hmm. Uh, at the next one. And then I'll, I'll flip them over for you to look at. But, like, if you want to see it right now, like, they all just blend together beautifully. Yeah, definitely. Like, God. <laughs> I, I, it's so funny. Like, as I've been reading tarot, like, two people, I'm just, like, I've never gotten less excited. I'm, like, this is just so much. <laughs> <laughs> so if you think I'm weird, like, this is how I am all the time. Like, look what we got. <laughs> so she's for honesty, perceptive, and no nonsense, which I feel like you are. You're a no-nonsense approach kind of person. <laughs> Queen of Swords. She is just so pretty. She has, like, a beautiful, like, um, floral pattern on her that I wish I'll, – I'll send you – I always send you a picture of your cards. Oh, so awesome. that way you can, like, do your own manifestation, your own journaling, or your own meditation on them. Because just because I read you your cards doesn't mean that, like – you're done getting the message. Like right. you can learn a lot on your own too. So for reverse is for overly emotional, easily influenced. <laughs> I hate saying this word. I'm not going to say it, but the B word <laughs> <laughs> cold hearted. <laughs> but um, the queen of sword reverse points out that you may allow your emotions to get the better of you, which we kind of talked about. You said that you're very anxious right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and may, um, so you let your emotions get the better of you as you put your heart before your head. You may be getting emotionally involved with a particular issue, and it could be distorting your perception of the situation at hand. You need to use your head a little bit more to understand what's happening and read the signals more accurately. 
take an objective look at what's going on and decide what you need to do next, which I feel like I was going through before we even opened this card. I was like, remember, like, if you don't do your self-love practices and your logic goes out the window. <laughs> this happens a lot to me where I'll like tell you something before a card flips over. Like, well, you know, touched on this, but yeah. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse queen of swords suggests that your relationships are clouding your, um, your usually clear vision. You're allowing others to dominate you and they literally affect your ability to make decisions. You hesitate to pursue your plans and you don't want to rock the boat or disrupt your relationship with others. At the end of the day, however, you need to have a more hard edge, confident and assertive to be successful. Sharp analysis, objectivity, and careful consideration of, but not necessarily choosing, the alternatives are essential right now. At times, the reverse queen of swords can come across as cold-hearted, resentful, and bitchy. <laughs> particularly is if, if, if she is devoid of any emotion or compassion for others. This card may represent a part of yourself or someone else you're trying to deal with. You may be putting others offside and losing your supporter, supporting base, isolating yourself from others and being seen as narrow-minded, intolerant, and mean, which I don't think is you. I think it's definitely, I think the part for you is more like, you're just like, you're just, you're not, you're, you're emotional, right? You're, you have anxiety and you're just trying to like, like you were saying, you're like, sometimes I just don't know where I'm going. Like, I think she's just trying to tell you, like, just be more logical in the moment, but mm -hmm. take your, give yourself a break. Like a lot of these cards are telling you to give yourself a break. Right. And then this one's trying to tell you, like, sometimes logic is what you need right now because anxiety, honestly, like we're not being logical or anxious. I feel like mm -hmm. we're getting overwhelmed, but what do you feel about this card? I mean, definitely. I think, um, especially maybe late, like the past few months or maybe even past year, like a lot of my decisions are very emotional based. And I feel like I'm always like thinking about, and it's weird because I never thought I was the type of, per like, I thought I was a very selfish person, like for a long time. So it's weird. Cause I like care a lot about like how other people are feeling, not like about me, just about the world. Like I'm scared, like other people are anxious. Like I am, like, I get really worried that other people are going through it. And like, I try to like, I don't know, be a good force, I guess. And I'm constantly thinking about that. You're an empath, it sounds like. <laughs> I've always you thought need, I was, yeah. You need a selenite stick and you need to clean your aura every night. Anytime I hear someone that sounds like me at the end of the day where I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Who did I, like, I'm, um, I, I used to see that to me like, oh my God, what did I do? Who did I not, who did I not help? Who did I not serve? Well, and then... Like now I realize that was me trying to talk to myself saying, you haven't helped yourself. Mm -hmm. you, need to, you need to love, like take a moment to yourself because you give so much love and you absorb so much of other people's problems that when you don't even give yourself again, like that five, 10 minutes a day of like just you time. So you can assert in your power and it allows you to be more logical because you're like, you know what your true emotions are when you set your day. And you're like, this is how I actually feel. And then as you're absorbing other people's things, you're like, that's not how I feel, but I feel for them. Like I, like, you know, you, you, um, you, you empathize, you know, but just because you empathize doesn't mean you have to absorb it, which when you're an empath, you do, you just naturally absorb and girl, I have to clean my aura every <laughs> night. Otherwise I get nightmares. Yeah, so. definitely. <laughs> I feel you on a very like personal and spiritual level on that one. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and flip these over. So um, I know we want to get to Daisy, but I want to make sure you get to like see them. All right. But yeah, those are all your cards, babe. Oh my gosh. Ooh. They all look so cute together. Right? <laughs> and even, I love how your stones match too. I don't know if you realize that. Like, yeah, they the really do. The shoes and then like the beautiful pinks in this one. 
And um, I don't want to like take too much time, but girl, I, what I do is I'll send you a picture basically that looks like this. And then I'll like give you the descriptors of each crystal because the crystals will tell you a lot too. Oh my gosh. Awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. The crystals, like the crystals that you chose make me laugh because I'm like, this one basically is for your third eye and like intuition and like let's fall like in self care basically. And then this one is for, um, I've been holding onto this baby every day. It's supposed to like, I can't remember the name right now, but it's basically for um, being okay with the moment. Like everything is okay. I'm okay. Like I am blessed right now. And like you feeling good for what we have right now. Cause like a lot of us, you know, when like a lot of people say like, Oh, I wish I knew the past was here before. Like, you, like the good times pass. It's like from the office. I'm co- totally quoting the office right now. Don't make me <laughs> I love the office. I think it's Andy Bernard. He's like, I wish I knew the good times over the good times before they pass. So yeah. Like, oh but yeah, like that's what this time is. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Um, so I'll send before when we're all done, when we get Daisy done, I'll send these pictures to you too. Actually, I'm going to take a picture just because we have to reinsert the cards. Okay, I'll awesome. Picture that way. Oh so my god, yeah, Daisy, I'm so excited. I take a prettier picture and I like edit them to make them really pretty. So. Oh, yeah, awesome. Anyway, that's not the picture. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to set up the crystals for you, Daisy, okay? Woo! I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. I'm so Okay, excited. come on. How can you be nervous? It wasn't that bad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a I'm nervous Nelly. A nervous Nelly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. I can't like. I'm, I had to go outside and like pace before we got on our call. I was like, I gotta just pace for a little bit. I like walk <laughs> out. I walked for three miles this morning, but that wasn't enough. <laughs> like, See, oh. whenever I do things with someone else like this, or like when I got my tattoo with my sister, I always have to be yeah. able to go first because I'll just be overthinking the whole time. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so speaking, that's so funny. Like, um, I got when Rachel and I got our nose piercings done together, I got mine first. <laughs> and because I knew she would overthink it. And I was like, and I got my septum done and she got her freaking side of her nose. It's so funny. I remember she was like still so scared to get hers done. I was like, Are you serious? I got the middle of my nose done and you're scared to get like this little part. I'm like, Rachel, get over this. She's a laugh <laughs> if she hears this after that. She's like, Why are you talking about me so much? Because I love you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my God, we, we said this off the podcast but shout out to rachel silva because she's the one who got you to be on the podcast yes, yes 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 oh my god love her i can't believe when she tagged me i was like girl thank you <laughs> what but all right daisy you ready to choose your um your crystals yes all right babe look at them stare at their beauty oh wait how many can i pick <laughs> as many as you want as many, okay one. It's my my left next to the rosy pink. It's like a no forward. That one. This one. Yeah, and then the one that was directly behind it. Oh, the spirit quartz. Yeah. Ah. Ooh. I intuitively already know what you're. <laughs> I thought you were gonna pick the white one, honestly. <laughs> the cor- just the quartz. I felt you. Yeah. Wish, is that what it I is? Wish, I felt you I picking so. that one. I wish I knew the names of all of them. <laughs> Uh, you will after this <laughs> okay <laughs> you'll you'll get to like I always send the, like the name and the descriptors of the crystals that you guys get to read with again when I say like it's so good to meditate on a reading later like you get to meditate on the crystals that you read like, mm-hmm. that you read with but they, they will tell you so much okay. um all right so we got your crystals over her and then we're gonna go ahead and clear out Alex's energy 
All right, Daisy, now it's your turn to close your eyes. Take in a deep breath, hold it, and release. All right, girl. And as you're sitting there, and go ahead, I'm going to let you look at your crystals with the cards. Where? What is a question? You can open your eyes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, everyone always asks. Some people like to meditate more, but that's why I let them meditate more. But No, like- that was so relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> That you felt better. Um, so, like, do you know the question, topic, specific, or as broad as you'd like? I think I want. Well, I've been thinking about it, obviously. Um, yeah. And I ask this question to myself a lot, but mm-hmm. kind of like, what's my purpose in life? Okay. And I love that you chose these, co- like, these crystals because this is like, this is you want. This is a spirit course. I'm actually just gonna read it to you. Sometimes the crystals want to be read, so we're gonna read the crystals. <laughs> So you have the spirit quartz. So the spirit quartz is for accelerating the speed of one's evolution, linked to the conscious mind to the higher self, brings peace of mind and freedom of fear, very cleansing and purifying to the auric field. And it's great for general healing, the crown and the solar plexus. And then um, you have moonstone, basically. Where is my moonstone? I don't have that descriptor card, but Moonstone is the same thing. This is the third eye. This is like trying to like connect your, this is intuition, literally. Mm-hmm. This is what this is. And isn't she just so pretty? I know. She's so pretty. <laughs> All right, babe. I'm going to make it so you can see me shuffle the deck. You just let me know when you feel like they're done, okay? Okay. I feel like at Olive Garden when they're grating the cheese. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, um, is it bad that, like, I want okay. them to keep going? I think they're good now. They're good? Perfect. All right. You're like, say when. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like that with pepper. I don't eat cheese anymore, but, like, when, but when they have the, they look at me the so grinder. They have, yeah, I'm like, like, do you really want this much pepper? Yes, yes, I do. I'm like, you can just leave it at the table. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Bye. All right, girl. Gonna have you choose your first card. One, two, or three. 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 One, two, or three. Two. One, two, or three. 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 And then for your last card, one, two, or three. One. One. All right, we'll excuse the rest of this deck. Say bye, babies. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you're nervous because you're like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love this. I like, I'm, like, in January, I started watching a lot of, like, you know, on, on YouTube, they do, like, general readings. Yeah. So I, like, got into that for, like, a good month. Gotcha. And then I was like, I can't wait to, like, do this, like, just, like, a personal one. Yeah. So I'm excited, but I'm also nervous. <laughs> so is this your first personal reading ever? Yeah. Um, <laughs> with tarot cards, yes. I've gotten okay, it. Okay like a face reading before but I don't okay. like it's your first tarot that would yeah it's my I first tarot. special <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you are <laughs> <laughs> all right you ready for your first card yes yes all right well no but yeah <laughs> I, I literally was gonna say that I was like no but yeah <laughs> I, about, I literally heard you say that I was like say <laughs> and I've never pulled this card and it's freaking it's just epic I don't know what it means yet but you got the ten of swords Ooh! Whoa! Look at that! It looks like a star, powerful, it like a wheel almost, <laughs> like it's moving forward. Yeah. So let's see what the 
and it matches your shirt. I love Moo Moo. Ten of Swords is for so this is supposed to represent your past and it's for betrayal, betrayal, inevitable endings, and tragedy. Again. So I don't know what you've been through. Again, this is a safe space. I know this is like my podcast. You've been through it. It's super like look, if you're if you if you just feel free to share with me what you'd share with me. I know it's your podcast and recording and stuff, but like we can always talk after afterwards <clears throat> more if you need to. Just saying. Um, Ten of Swords. I just want you to feel safe. I'm safe. This yeah. is a safe space. Yeah. I know. I feel like it's such a safe and like creative space. Like I feel mm-hmm. it. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so Ten of so Ten of Swords is for like um, a painful endings, deep wounds, betrayal, loss, and crisis. And it's supposed to represent your past. So this happened before and i'm sure you can probably imagine something right now but yeah. we'll read through and see if it enlightens you more the ten of swords marks a painful yet inevitable ending for example a relationship may come to an abrupt end your jaw may be cut or a contact is broken it is as if this ending has come out of the blue and rocked your world you could have never expected it but now it has happened cutting the core and leaving leaving you feeling as if the world has crumbled around you you're graving the pain of this shocking loss and wondering if you'll ever love or find work or trust again. When the Ten of Swords appears in tarot reading, you may be the victim of another person's betrayal or deceit. You feel as though you've been stabbed in the back and are reeling from someone's actions. Your partner may have cheated on you, a colleague may have spread a nasty rumor, or a family member has betrayed your trust. The pain inflicted runs deep. Not because what they've done is hurtful, but because you know deep down that this marks the end of your relationship with them as you know them. Along with the feeling of the pain, you may grieve the loss of the relationship. Um, this also suggests that you're taking on the role of the victim, hoping others will pity you and save you from despair. You cannot change the actions of another person. You can change how you respond. In that way, the Ten of Swords is about letting go and accepting your current circumstances. You are no longer, um, you no longer resist change, but allow it to happen, even if it causes initial pain and hurts you a little bit. You recognize that there is a must be, um, this must be a change to facilitate renewal, and you are allowed to occur rather than let, let it occur rather than fight it. The good news is that the Ten of Swords makes marks the final ordeal. No more pain will come to you from that source. The hour is darkest before dawn and you may experience the full impact of what has happened before you can move forward and start over. Is it going to be easy? No. But this ordeal, will this ordeal last forever? Also no. Pick yourself up off the ground and reflect on what's happened to you and why and what you can learn from the experience. When you do this, the hurt and pain will fade, and you will soon look, see why this was needed to happen so you can evolve to your fullest potential, which can't evolve. <laughs> so I don't know. You can divulge as much as you want share as little as you want like what does this like remind you of at like at first I was like thinking like okay family and work and then like as Mm -hmm. you started talking about it more and I'm like oh this is definitely like my relationship with my dad I think because I think like in the last two years too I've actually like have learned to like let go as much like I still get emotional about it and like it's still a big part of like I think how who and how I am today Mm-hmm. but definitely like the last two years I've been like all right like it's 
these are like causes of not my actions. Like it's just something that I'm a part of, but it doesn't define who I am or like mm-hmm. how I am. So yeah, that's the first thing I thought of was like my dad. Okay. Well, I just have to share with you. I'm, my mom and I had a huge abrupt ending two years ago too. So <laughs> you on uh-huh. a personal level, it's been two years of me just again, growing and like trying to learn on my own and just be okay with mm-hmm. where I'm, it still hurts. Like thinking about those things that happen, yeah. like, but like, I can tell you're a stronger woman from two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, and even you talking about it right now, I could see you hold yourself up high still. And you're like, it happened, but I'm okay. Like you're, you mm-hmm. physically were showing that. I don't know if you realize that. Oh, no. You literally <laughs> kind of sat up and you're like, it, this happened, but I'm okay. You physically showed that you even feel that way. So uh, this is going to get emotional. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm letting it out. I'm letting it out. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> okay. You ready for your next card? Mm-hmm. I love this card. People justice and she's beautiful. She's in reverse, but oh my gosh, I love that color. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh, that's such a cool card. She's holding her sword. It's very fluid with her dress. Her eyes are covered. She has this beautiful. She's wearing like rings specifically on like her index finger and like these three these these fingers. Very Mm -hmm. like Star (laughs) Trekky. Oh, and she also, she also has a beautiful feather tattoo, like, all the way through here, too. Oh, my God. She's just beautiful. All right. So the Justice card. I have not pulled this card yet, either. It's very exciting. Um, yeah. I, I love when I do readings because there's always a new card that I haven't read for someone yet. That I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> what are we going to learn today? All right. So Justice is for decision, reason, repercussions, and accountability. So this is supposed to represent your present. Um, we'll go more into her. So when she is reversed, it's for unfairness, lack of accountability, and dishonesty. Don't take it also literally, both of you. <laughs> 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 the reverse justice card suggests that you that internally you know you've done something that isn't morally right. Others may not see it, so you have a choice. You can hide it or hope no one finds out. Um, whichever you choose, you need to li- live with it, the consequences on your conscience or so go, it was right for you. Similarly, I don't feel like that's it. We're going to move on to the next part. Similarly, justice reverse suggests that you are not willing to pull, take full accountability for your actions and may try to dodge the bullet and blame others for your mistakes. You're being dishonest with yourself and others and your unwillingness to look beyond your own fears and ego blinds you for, to the broader lesson. Assess the situation once more, this time intending to discover where you can accept responsibility. Once you acknowledge where you made a mistake, do whatever you can to make it right again. In doing so, you will free yourself from any guilt or shame or, and empower yourself to make better decisions. Um, this is where I think this is more right. The reverse justice card indicates your inner critic is in full effect. Your inner critic. Um, you may be evaluating your every move and coming out really hard on yourself when you misstep. If this resonates, start from a place of forgiveness and self-acceptance. Showing yourself a bit of kindness and compassion, knowing we all make mistakes. Thank your inner critic for bringing this private judgment to your conscious awareness and trust that you cannot clear it away. If you're making an important decision that will impact others, be aware that you're holding on, be aware if you're holding on to any prejudice or bias that could sway your decision unfairly. You may need to source more information to make a balanced decision and shine light on your own personal judgments. Um, 
this is it for you. I really feel like this is more about inner critic. I was like reading, I was like, no, yeah. I don't know. Thank you doing anything morally wrong. That doesn't sound like you. Yeah, like, at even first, knowing. I was like, yeah, at first I was like, oh God, like I can't think of anything. And then for like, anyone listening to this, I read intuitively. And sometimes I just start from the beginning and then I go, oh, no, that's not it. So that's not it. That was not it. it. For me, I feel like it goes along with the way you were reading about this card and you were saying mm-hmm. like, you know, you're still, I feel like you're probably still processing a little bit about like, your yeah. dad and like feeling guilty about certain things. I still do like on, not daily anymore, but every once in a while I have this like little sense of guilt and like, and it just makes me like, it just makes me like, makes me memorizing it for dead myself. You know, I'm like, this is not your fault. Like we're okay, but you know. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear what you think. I carry, I carry a lot of guilt um, for, like, things that I shouldn't. And I know I shouldn't, but yeah. it's still there. But the inner critic, I always say this. I've, I've probably told this Alex, too. Like, I'm my biggest, worst enemy. Yeah. I, like, am so mean to myself. And I'm, like, I'm aware of it. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, that voice in your head. Like, she just won't shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny you say that. Like, I feel like all women deal with this and we just don't want to say it we're like no no, no i don't have an inner critic we all do mm-hmm. that's a lie there's a re- like there's a reason why we dress a certain way or we want to do certain things because there is something telling us if we don't do it like we're not going to feel good about ourselves mm-hmm. especially if we come in from like when we come from it at that place like like now for myself like i do things because i'm like i know it makes me feel good not because like i feel like if i don't do it i'm not gonna not feel good you know what i mean yeah but like when you're in that beginning step and phase of like, uh, like you're listening to your inner critic a lot. Like, what do you do to quiet your inner critic? Do you do anything yet? Not. Oh, and doesn't, no. don't you like how they match? Yeah. They're so pretty. <laughs> um, no, I, I think I try to, which like, I feel like this might be the Gemini in me too, where it's like, you have mm-hmm. like the good and the bad. Like I always try to overpower it. Okay. Where it's like, I don't know. Cause it's like for like, I don't know. I'm trying to give an example. Like, I'll feel really good about something, but then I always have, like, I'm critiquing, like, I'm breaking it down, like, yeah, it's good, but this could be done better, or you could do this differently, or things like that. Yeah. So I always, like, try to find that balance of, like, okay. understanding that there is, nothing's perfect, and, like, I'm not perfect, but still yeah. striving for that is probably tearing me up. <laughs> yes, a little bit. I'm like, I feel that for y'all. Like, I feel like your inner critic is really coming out, and, like, Gotta be gentle. Like she's a bitch. She's a bitch. <laughs> also, it's like and she's there all the time. To acknowledge her, but also like the one thing that I actually did, like a lot of my journaling that I've done recently, like I um, have lit. I've written down what my inner critic is saying, but mm-hmm. then I'm like, and but then I read it back to myself. I'm like, is this how I actually feel? And then I like um, reflect on like maybe why. And when I journaled through it, I kind of, like, found, like, the more deep-seated, like, what I'm actually needing to, like, work on. And so maybe, like, listening to her and, like, maybe, like, writing it down or even talking to her, like, Mm -hmm. honestly, sometimes talking to yourself does a lot, um, might help you work through, like, not quiet her down, but kind of be able to, like, I know what you mean, but that's not, that's, that's not true. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So she's justice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Find justice in the Right. All right, baby. You ready for your next card? Yes. All right. It's supposed to be, ooh, you got lots of swords, girl. We got the nine of swords. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just look at, look at all these blues and purples. Like, look at this. Oh, my gosh. And then, like, with her. In her that is so crazy. <gasps> I don't do this. Okay. We put the cards. You chose I, I chose them. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
my god. All right, Nine of Swords is for fear, anxiety, feelings of despair. So I think this is probably like, you know, these are all, again, uh-huh. time fluid. These are all just kind of like flowing in with time. Um, we'll go more into her. All right, so upright is for anxiety, worry, fear, and depression, maybe even nightmares. Um, the Nine of Swords suggests that dark thoughts and disturbing feelings are weighing you down, which I feel like we talked about, <laughs> um, and keeping you up at night. You're worrying ex- excessively about a situation, and your negative thoughts are getting the better of you, leaving you stressed and anxious. The more you associate with your fears, the more they will rule your life. As you obsess over what's not working, the more anxious you become and the more you will worry. It becomes a negative cycle where one awful thought leads to another and another and another and another until they overwhelm you. Just as the nine of swords are stacked up on each other like they are um, on a wall, um, so are your negative thoughts. Be careful because the fear and worry in the nine of swords can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. As you obsess over what may go wrong, you may likely manifest the worst case scenario because you are inadvertently acting in ways to support your negative thoughts. For example, you may worry that a partner will cheat on you even though you have found no signs of infidelity. The more you stress about the potential outcome, the more your anxiety pushes away your partner until one day they feel so disconnected from you they start a new relationship with someone else. When you're repeating negative thoughts in your mind, you run the risk of manifesting them in your life. So the Nine of Swords asks you to break the cycle. Every time a negative emotion comes up, replace it with a positive one instead. The Nine of Swords reminds you that much of the fear and worry you're experiencing is in your head and not necessarily an accurate reflection, which I feel like we talked about, of what is happening to you. You may make things worse for yourself by overthinking or obsessing over the worst case scenarios. It is time to examine your situation from a new perspective. Instead of looking for evidence of what's going wrong, put your attention on what's going right. Take a deep breath and realize that life is not as dreadful as it may seem and that the more you worry, the more harm you're doing to yourself. Um, Literally can mean that you're keeping, this can literally mean you're keeping yourself up at night. You may not be sleeping well or experiencing frequent nightmares or constant thoughts preventing you from resting. If this appears in your reading, it's time to reach out for help. You don't need to do this alone. Enlist the support of others to help you get through this dark period of life. Others that will help you see the light at the end of the tunnel and lead you towards a solution or a sense of peace despite your troubles. You are struggling to look at the situation clearly as you're plagued by negative thoughts. So having objective third-party perspective might help you find your way out. And before we even go into this, the one thing I want to acknowledge right now that you having a reading from me is seeking a third party like I want you to acknowledge that right now like you're doing it you're like I need someone to help me through I don't know why like I want uh-huh. to work on like you're like what's my future gonna look like and the future is looking like we're, we're gonna work through this and we're gonna get through this and you're already taking action on it so how do you feel like what's that card speaking to you damn <laughs> I like my body felt like cool like very cold kind of mm-hmm. that's why I had to sit up I was like because I was laying down I was yeah. like oh gosh and I don't even honestly yeah but like everything that you were saying I was just like that that's me I I think in the last month too like obviously quarantine going on I've had more yeah. time to like be in my head mm-hmm. and I already like po- like pre-quarantine I always just worry a lot about everything like yeah everything I worry about I worry for other people mm-hmm. and 
in the last like few weeks I've been like worrying just about everything like my job like my dad like ev- like just what's going on in the world like all those things yeah I don't have nightmares often but I have had some while in quarantine and I it's nights where I'm like been staying up all night in my like head and I, I know I need to cleanse myself <laughs> right oh she's I have, I always suggest who I like trust, but I, um, I buy from a local, well, not local, but she's a small business ran by a woman, like Mm -hmm. women supporting women. Come on. A woman ran and led business, um, open eye crystals, my cell night stick, I think it was like 13, $15, best thirteen dollars $15 I've ever seen. Yeah, for real. I'm going to be like, drop the link. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) I'll DM you guys on like, I'll just show their IG on you for you guys. I'm like, there it is. Um, But what was I going to tell you, too, is um, I feel like both of you might, I don't know if you guys have heard of, have you guys read the book Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray? Mm -mm. Life changer, life changer, life changer, life changer. I read that book, like, I want to say four or five years ago. Like that, again, like kind of what the start of my spirit was doing was like kind of dabbling into things. But I read Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray. And I recently reread it like um, last year just to like hear the message again. And it as women, we're just like, we're taught to worry. I'm sorry. Like, it's like, it's the feminine nature of like, you need to be concerned about yourself and everyone around you and not just yourself, you know, like you have to be concerned and motherly and nurturing and it's exhausting. It's freaking exhausting that we've been raised this way. And so reading Wonder Over Worry by Amber Ray has changed my life. I'm not going to like divulge into it too much, but I, it's on an audio book. You can buy the physical book. We got more than enough time in quarantine to read <laughs> right. our own book. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll like her, um, you'll like her book too. Her, her book is like, honestly, like a mixture of Alex Teller's and your cards right now. Like, oh. just like, oh just gosh. beautiful colors. So, yeah. You ready for your last one? Check it out. Yes. All right. Ooh, we got wands for you. And it is the six of wands. I love that red. Yeah, and it's like it's like a pinkish red, so oh, like they all like work, they like, they all like link together. So it's not like, mm-hmm. and it's very like up there. So I'm wondering what she wants to say to you. <laughs> <laughs> Six of Wands is for ooh victory, achievement, and achieving achieving a goal. So this is like what you're manifesting. Oh my god! But before we go into deeper, thanks for having me, guys. This is just so no, much fun. Oh my gosh! So no, thank you so much for being guys. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm glad we're all having fun. Okay, I'm like I feel like we're all smiling. I'm trying, like everything's been emotional, but we're still <laughs> smiling through it. You know? I know. I'm literally when there's like when we're like waiting for the card reading and stuff. I'm just sitting there like at my screen, just like beaming. Like, <laughs> That's all like, I can ah! do. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. So um, upright is for success, public recognition, progress, and self-confidence. So girl, you're working towards self-confidence. All these sheets. <laughs> We're working through it to get here, you know? Yes. So um, the six of wands appears when you have achieved, you've reached an important milestone or achieved a significant goal and you are confident, self-assured, and successful. You harnessed your strengths and talents to bring you about a happy outcome into your endeavors and made it through a chaos of the made it through your chaos, minimizing your distractions and focusing on the task at hand. Yes, there were challenges along the way, but you overcame them by concentrating your energies on one target. The Six of Wands suggests that not only are you achieving your goals, but you're receiving public acknowledgement for your efforts. You may have recently received an award, acclaim, or recognition from your peers at work. It may even be just a pat on the back 
but this intention is a big boost to your confidence and gives you strength to continue your endeavors. The Six of Wands also encourage you to put yourself out there and be proud of what you have achieved. Shout your successes from the rooftop and set it all out there for others to see and cheer you on. Be open to receiving love and support from your biggest cheerleaders who are energized by seeing you succeed. Now is your time to shine. The Six of Wands is a positive encouragement to believe in who you are and your compliment. Oh, wow, Lord, I'm just so excited. Accomplishments <laughs> so far. Have faith in what you've, been, what you've done and how others will receive it. Do not let fear or guilt stand in your way of your success. You ought to be proud, hold your head up high, and know you're worthy of admiration. While this is an important milestone, keep in mind that you're not at the finish line just yet. You still have some way to go and challenges that may sit on the path ahead, but take heart knowing that you have support of those around you and have your back 100%. So, I mean... Ah, oh, that was refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we went through a lot of emotion, yeah. and, and that one was like, we're, it'll well, all be worth what, it. It is what you're manifesting. We're gonna get somewhere and be somewhere, and like, I mean, even in this little moment right now of like us reading that card, I feel like we're all like, yay, mm-hmm. like good things are coming. So, like, how do you feel? It feels good. I don't know what it's gonna be that, yet. What yeah. that is, like, I yeah, I don't know. I feel like I always tie everything with work but now that I'm like not working as much as I used to yeah I've been like questioning during this time like okay I thought I was somebody that like work was all I had to do or thrive and that's I was thriving because I was working but it's like okay without that who am I what am I doing like what is that end result so Mm -hmm. so I I think what's interesting is that like I feel like these the bottom cards support what you're manifesting you know Mm -hmm. so as you you um acknowledge your past as you um, know that, like, you struggle with um, self-love. And it's, and then this one was saying, like, you know, seek help. He, when As you move through these and you, like, seek all of that, this is what will happen. As you grow, as you um, accept where you're at and then also just find help with either Alex or whoever else that's around you, like, even me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, like good thing, the, despite the emotion, and the sad stuff mm-hmm. that we read. Like great things are coming, and I just hope that little spark gives you some excitement. Definitely <laughs> to work through to work through kind of the emotional stuff that you're going through. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> you're yeah, thank you so much. My oh my pleasure, gosh, this guys. is awesome. I have a question before we uh, get ready to wrap up. Just something I'm yeah. thinking about. So I'm a very intuitive person. Like mm-hmm. I always like think of things and then they come true, or I'll have dreams that come true, like different things like that. But how mm-hmm. do I separate my intuition from just my anxiety? Because I feel like I have a lot of anxiety yes. about things that don't come to fruition and. Sometimes I confuse my anxious thoughts with my intuitive thoughts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one thing I definitely um, suggest is that you have to start recognizing your physical signs. Um, That's the one thing I have to do is like when I feel like when we say the gut feeling, that's really like when you feel it down here, like that's your intuition. When you feel it up here, no. <laughs> like, um, like my personal triggers or like physical things when I know I'm anxious, like, I mean, I'm nervous right now. My, like, by the way, I'm getting better, but like my hands always get like sweaty and like I, I get a little like 
moist under the armpits and that's how I know I'm nervous like okay that's how I'm nervous that's not this is anxiety you know whereas like if I'm excited like um whereas if I'm excited or something like you know it's like my heart's beating fast they're not sweating and stuff you know what I mean like I feel like as you um I mean we're we're forced to sit by ourselves like so kind of like I like focus on how you feel during certain like I'd suggest doing it with the most positive thing. We feel really, really good. Like feel how your body feels in that moment and recognize that. So that way you can reflect on when you feel terrible and you're like, well, but where is that? Like being able to physically feel where your body is at in a moment can tell you the truth of your feelings. Mm-hmm. Does that help? Yeah, I think that does okay. make sense. Because okay. I do, like when I am thinking of something that's like intuitive versus an anxious thought, like yeah. I'm calm. Like, whereas mm-hmm. an anxious thought makes me, like, obviously I'm already anxious. Yeah. So that does make a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely. And, like, and then it's, I feel like, and you, I think you're doing this. I feel like probably when you're talking to yourself, you're probably doing this. And that, oh. this is when you know, oh, I'm anxious. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. So we found one physical part. One physical <laughs> I know I use my hands so much when I talk. <laughs> I mean, I think you can tell that I do too, uh-huh. so it's. <laughs> half Italian. I feel like I'm good for my Italian. Oh yeah, so. I'm Italian. I'm half Italian too, so it's yeah. an Italian thing for oh, sure. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this was so amazing. Like this was I such know. a good episode. Thank, thank you, you so so much. so much for being a guest. My pleasure, and thank you guys so much for having me. Oh my god, it was like the most fun I've had all week like thank you (laughs) and so how can if someone wants to get a reading from you how can they get in touch with you they can definitely either follow me on Twitter I'm very personal on there like they're hear my whole life story on Twitter I think you know (laughs) (laughs) or they can hit me up on Instagram it's the same handle at Berlin love um I'm starting my own business soon like and making this like a huge thing like tarot is just the beginning Mm -hmm. um I really do plan on being like a spiritual coach for women especially women of color, like that's kind of just like who I want to help. Um, so like there'll be more of, if they hit me on B-E-R-L-Y-N-N-L-O-V-E, I'm there, holler at me. I'm very nice, I promise. I know I seem scary to some people, but I'm like, just I appear that way, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, well thank you so much and we can't wait to see all the things you accomplish because this is oh, amazing. I know, thank you. <laughs> Well, thank you all. This has been another episode of Dating or At Least Trying. I'm Alex. I'm Daisy. And today we were joined by Amber, your modern mystic. (laughs) Thank you all so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.